Norton, get out your your trapper keeper and look in your notes. My trapper keeper? Yeah. All right. I'll look at my notes. It's a binder. It's not a binder. It's a trapper keeper. Get it right or pay the price. <laughs> Norton doesn't know at all what we're talking about. No clue what's going on. <laughs> you don't remember trapper keepers, Norton? No. That was beyond. That was in the 90s. That huh? means That means you also don't remember. What do I do? What do What's happening? Is this that's one show? A, or from a Nickelodeon. No, no, no. These are all old commercials. Trap Keeper <sighs> was a binder that... Um, no, it's not a binder. It's Trap Keeper. <laughs> Get it right or pay the price. <laughs> oh, man. I want to spit take... That was, that was so close. perfect, bro. <laughs> I've been waiting most of my life to like put somebody in their place about <laughs> for so long. Finally got him. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew somebody was gonna mess up and call it a binder. And I'd be able to just shut him down. <laughs> oh boy. Some nicknames are for showing affection, others for making fun. The best ones are somewhere in between. My name is Andrew, but for most of my life, people have called me Grog. But where did Grog come from, and what does it mean? We're on a mission to find out. You're listening to Searching for Grog. Okay, welcome to another episode of Searching for Grog. I'm your host, Adam Passion, and I'm joined by Brandon Passion. Give a little shout out. Well, hey, howdy, hey. <laughs> and Norton, a.k.a. Drew, a.k.a. Grog Passion in California. Go ahead and give us a shout. Yo, what's up, everybody? Can I give another shout out? Yeah, go ahead. What's going down? <laughs> oh, very nice. <laughs> Way to one me up. Dude. So... It's been a while since we did our last episode, and there wasn't a whole lot of things to uncover. And also, I feel like the last one, we kind of almost carried things to their, I don't know, dead end point. But there's been a couple little developments that I thought I would add just to kind of put an end cap on this. And um, if you guys remember, a few episodes back, I interviewed Dad about what he remembered, just because... I thought that we had kind of cleared things up as much as we could, but I wanted the, you know, memories from somebody who was an adult at the time to kind of confirm what we had. And so I showed him the game Trog. He said, oh, that's exactly what I remember. This has got to be it. I showed him some of the places that we thought it might be. And before I even did that, I just asked him what he remembered. And I've played some of that audio for you, but... I asked him what he remembered. I asked him about the size of the place. 30 or 40 feet wide, and maybe this, maybe the same amount deep, maybe half a dozen tables in it, not very big at all. The decor. Just a, like an old-fashioned cafe feel, like just plain walls. For mica top tables, I'm guessing probably a tile floor. 
what the layout was like. There's a table right in front of us and some games behind it. And then to the right of us is the counter where you order food. What was the menu like? I don't know if it was just pizza they had, but I think that was the main thing they served. What was the area around it like? You know, you drive down an old town like Mount Vernon or Lisbon, and there's shops on both sides of the street. So, based on that, it really fit the description of the pizza barn in Elko. And the funny thing is, when I was just writing down potential places without knowing anything, I wrote the pizza barn down myself. Just searching on Google for places that we might have stopped, I found that and I thought, this looks really, you know, kind of like the place. And then he kind of confirmed that when he um, saw it, when I showed it to him. So it's really interesting that out of all of that, then some guy on Reddit says, oh, it could have been the pizza barn. And... You know, we kind of talked about that. Drew, you called the owners and talked to them. Mm -hmm. But the thing that was sticking in my mind that just didn't make sense is, you know, I know that it's possible we would have gone to Fallon, but it just doesn't seem like a very satisfactory ending. Like, maybe we could have gone there. It's conceivable. You know, I, I just kept thinking it must have been that Elko one because that one we definitely would have stopped there. Yeah, so, Elko, Nevada, I remember better than every stop on that trip. Right, right. So a weird thing happened last week. I got a phone call from mom and dad, and it was at kind of a weird time of day. It was kind of late. So I answered it, and they said, hey, we're just driving from California to Iowa to go visit grandma. And I said, okay, well, what are you calling me for? And here is what they said. We were just coming out of Elko, Nevada, we were going down South Idaho Street. We were going down South Idaho Street on the Strip and um, just past the casino. And it, we saw the pizza bar and I said to your mom, man, that looks like the place. And so I went up closer and looked in the window. And it looked like I remembered it. And even looking down the street from there, it, if it's not the place, it seems like we've stopped there before. Oh, man. Yeah. So I heard him say that, and it really kind of got those gears ticking in my head. Like, we don't think it was that because Drew already talked to Russell Mister, mm -hmm. who said that, that he doesn't remember the game being there or that he didn't think it was there. And he was thinking it was Rampage or something, which sort of makes me feel like he didn't understand what Trog is if he thought it might be Rampage because those games aren't <laughs> even Anything remotely like. similar. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, mm -hmm. I'm still holding out hope that it could be the Elko branch. And we have dad on record, um, not only like looking at pictures of it and saying it looks the same, but then he actually went there by yeah. chance as he was driving across the country and checked it out. Now, Drew, I wanted to pick your brain because you made this trip recently, mm -hmm. right? I did. Um, it was a... Which was a better situation. We were actually driving back from Iowa. Um, our grandma had just passed. And so then I had the job of driving mom and Katie, the two people who were on the who were not on the trip before, all the way back to right. California. So it was kind of a weird series of events. Um, but I did stop right by the Elko location. And I even, I tried to go in. Obviously, I think we were there too early. It was, I think, like 8 in the morning. 
So I took some some uh, sneak photos through the the blinds of the windows, um, and it's it is eerie. Hearing you know, I think we were listening to the podcast on the way up and hearing very early on the the layout of the way Dad remembers it. The games being up front and you know an ordering counter there on the right. That's exactly the layout of Elko to a T. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Now so, he said that he said that he's sure that if if that's not the place that had the game that we played, he's sure that we stopped there before, which is really weird. Mm-hmm. You it, you didn't get that sense at all when you were there. You know, I didn't. But again, I don't think I think if anybody, I would probably have the least you know trustworthy memory because I was so young. I mean, going looking in the restaurant, I had this feeling of like this does look so familiar and and a place that we definitely wouldn't have stopped at. But like. I tried to get a, a bearing of anything outside that would have triggered my memory, looking at the old signs and the building itself and not much was coming back. But again, like I, you know, I was eight, so I don't think I have much of a recollection. And you got that Neanderthal brain. And I got that. <laughs> that is totally the kind of thing that dad would remember. Right. Like he can't remember where he puts his keys, but he remembers freaking layout of a pizza place in Elko, Nevada. <laughs> yeah, he's kind right. of like a savant like that, like for trapping useless information. That's why I thought he would be a really good resource for just asking him about all these different things. But it's weird how much he doesn't remember. Yeah. Um, the two things that I definitely like probed him about, one was, you know, everything he knew about the place that we stopped. And then the second thing I probed him about was the game. Mm -hmm. And he said, this looks like you were stepping into a cartoon or something. It was just that I just had, I think it had more appeal, more graphic appeal. So the way that the way that he described it sounded exactly like Trog. And when I showed it to him, his reaction was, you know, saying, I think that you found it. This looks totally, you know, and and he didn't say that about anything. He was always really quick to say, this is not it. This is not it. Right. Yeah, so, that's right. so the fact that the only adult who was there has confirmed, not confirmed, but, you know, more or less given us probably the best, <laughs> the best confirmation we're going to get as far as the place and the game, you know, he's kind of like said that that fits with his memory. And so you guys, when I played that for you, I remember your reaction. Drew, you said... That looks like my memory. Like that mm-hmm. little beard. His, oh, man. The characters look so familiar. And Brandon, you said the same thing. You were like... I mean, I could totally I could totally see it being this. Both of you guys said it, sound, it looks exactly like how you remember the game. So I'm almost sure the game is Trog. P.S. Uh, side rail. Do you, do you remember bro when we were going through some random place like Winnemucca and and we always used to call dad you know this is before like we had navigator and we always used to call dad navi nuts because he somehow always knew where he was going and yeah. one of us was driving for some for some reason and he was asleep in the back and we got off the exit and like went kind of in into the town a little bit and got lost we were like, Dad, we're lost. And he woke up and he was like, that way. <laughs> he just like woke up. <laughs> Pointed. We were like, what? And then we just went We went that way and found the freaking freeway. And we were like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I think maybe he's like, um, 
you know, like there was an experiment like that with a sea turtle where like it had damaged both of his eyes and he was totally blind and they put a GPS tracker on and he, he like made this circumnavigated the, the globe and found his spawning <laughs> nest again <laughs> because they has like, they have like this magnetic sensor that detects the pol- polarity of the world. Or something like that. Like, I wonder if dad's like part, part, part. migratory bird or something like that. <laughs> that would explain the brow that we've all inherited. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add? Because, I mean, basically, I, I don't see any way we can... There's two things that are missing still, two bits of information that are hanging out, which is one is what car did we go in, um, which isn't really important. It's not particularly germane. I just It's just eating at me that we can't figure that out. Yeah, I agree. And then the other thing is why do we all remember it only being one way? Those are the two things that are like sticking in my mind as far as like we can't solve those. And then, of course, I'd love to have some finality um, you know, if, if we could figure out for sure that this game was at the Elko branch, um, yeah, that's kinda, that would seal it for me. If we knew that it was there. I was going to say that that's, um, that's the part that, that eats at me at way too, is that we have so many photos of other aspects of this trip everywhere else. And even of the weddings and things. And like the one piece that we need, no one, no one had a disposable camera, like nothing. It'd just be nice to have. Yeah, and I tried to log into my, I tried to log into my old Yahoo account um, from that era because it would have all the emails that I would have sent. So I mean, if we were gonna meet up with people in Mount Vernon, Mm -hmm. we would have needed to contact them beforehand. But that email address sat long enough that Yahoo wiped it, and I checked with them, and there's no way to recover it. And the other thing is, I found, I found somebody on Reddit. And instead of the r slash Nevada community, this time I went to the r slash Elko community. Oh, man, I was going to yeah. guess that. Yep. <clears throat> There's a big Reddit Elko uh, contingent, I bet, huh? It's not big. I mean, if you put every single person from Elko on one community, it wouldn't be very big. <laughs> I, was, I was being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is, that's a r slash whoosh moment right there. Um, so... I, yeah, I put it up there and I just said, Hey, can anybody, can anybody give me photographic evidence of the games that were in Elko branch of pizza barn circa 2000, 2001. And it sat there for like a day. Nobody really commented. And then I got this comment and this guy said, Hey, I'll ask my aunt and uncle. They owned it. Oh, what the hell? Oh my gosh. (laughs) So... Yeah, so then I sent him a private message and I said, if you don't mind while you're at it, why don't you ask them if they ever had a game called Trog or if they ever had a game with a one-eyed caveman or a caveman who eats dinosaurs and leaves only the bones. (laughs) And definitely not Rampage. (laughs) Yeah, definitely not Rampage. So um, I'm waiting for that to come through. I mean, he said he's going to text message them as soon as he gets a chance. Um, But... He's into deep sky astronomy, and he just got a new telescope, so he's a little bit distracted at the moment, apparently. <laughs> Understandable. I would be, too. So much so that he does, he, he can't find find five seconds to, to uh, text his aunt. <laughs> well, okay, but to his credit, we have a huge time difference, so every time I'm sending him messages, it's 
probably the middle of the night for him. So he's like, oh, I'll send her a text in the morning. Oh. So anyway, also, I mean, he has the burden of explaining to his aunt, hey, this total stranger on the internet wants me to ask you to dig up old photo albums of the place you own. <laughs> There's another guy who who definitely has memories of playing the game in Fallon. And he said that he's kind of like in charge of his, um, what do you call that? Class reunion society or something. Mm-hmm. And so he's going to ask people if anybody has photos from playing that game back in, you know, the year 2000 or so, because he said there was lots of birthday parties and stuff that were held there. So oh, that's a good resource. It's, yeah, it's a long shot, and also it proves that the game was in Fallon, which we already know. So it doesn't really prove anything for if the game was in Elko or not. Um, fair. That's fair. And, you know, it's possible we stopped in Fallon, definitely, but it just... Elko would be like, you know, we I know we stopped there every single time. I have it written in other journals about yeah. time, I mean, on, yeah. about other trips. And, well, stuff, so. and having driven it just, you know, a couple of weeks ago, it would make so much more sense. I mean, Fallon is so far off. 80 in that yeah. way like you'd have to really deviate whereas Elko's right there you know the exit and everything and Elko's a natural stop right I mean you guys didn't stop there for the pizza place you stopped there because it's a natural place where you're going to stop on that trip I think right yeah that's right there's a is that where you had there now and gas is that where you had your really nice hotel room Norton no that was all the way in in Platte Nebraska I think oh oh do you mean are you are you being facetious and saying it's yeah. nice when really it's awful. Yeah. Your dirtbag hotel. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure he's being facetious and talking about the, the awful hotel that you stayed at. Oh, no. No, that was that was in uh, Wendover, Nevada, and that place can burn to hell. Anyone from Wendover listening, <laughs> just watch out, all right? <laughs> I already, I think I already mentioned this to you once, but like on one of these trips where we were driving across the country, this was back when you were a little kid, like earlier than this one. You probably would have been four or five. We made a trip across the country and we stopped at some little motel six or something like that. And you guys were running around in the room. And when you got up on the bed, your feet were completely (laughs) black on the bottom. Like that's how dirty the floors were. And I remember so many experiences like that, like stopping in some place and there's still a turd in the toilet or like the (laughs) toilet's cracked or like. Yeah. Add all of those experiences into one to one, like, you know hotel night and that's that was my Wendover experience like <laughs> just all the things you could imagine going wrong would have happened that night and it was so bad I even ended up hitting my head on a sign an exit sign that had broken from the ceiling <laughs> and like <laughs> wires were dangling out <laughs> bro can we start writing a song called bend over and Wendover <laughs> yeah sounds good when you say Wendover, it makes me think of the X-Men arcade game where Wendigo comes out, but it kind of sounds like he's saying Wendover. Wendover! Ooh, <laughs> yeah. attacks you. That's another little a fun anecdote to add. Is that apparently, we do have a, a, somewhat of an um, addiction with with uh, arcade games because we also owned X-Men for a bit, didn't we? In our own garage here in California. Yeah, well, so Evan and our cousin Evan and I, we bought it off of eBay. Um, because we used to, so in Pismo beach, there was a little arcade, actually not little. It was like a two story, huge arcade that was right down by the beach. And even though like our grandma had bought us like, like boogie boards and new swimsuits and stuff. And the beach was like right there next to it. (laughs) We kept 
going back there and that's all we wanted to do that whole vacation was just like go there and beat the x-men like the six-player arcade machine and we would i remember like every year we would come back um you know because we would always spend the holidays there in pismo and we would always go and try to beat that game we finally did and it was just such a good memory that we ended up evan and i ended up pooling our money and buying it on ebay wow um and that's when I realized that arcade games like that are better to keep at the arcade. Like when you have it at your house, you play it to a certain point and you're like, okay, it's just the same as any other game, Like, but you can't put it on a shelf. You have to leave it in the garage right? because it weighs a thousand pounds. <laughs> right. And yet in the arcade, $20 has never gone so quick. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, exactly. So... But yeah, I loved that game. I mean, and it was like one of the first six-player games I'd ever heard of and ever played. And and uh, yeah, that's a really great one. Uh, I still think about the lines from that all the time, like when Magneto says, "X-Men, welcome to die." That's and right. I was always trying to parse that sentence. Like, is he saying "Welcome to a place called Die," or "You're welcome to die if you want to," or like, <laughs> or there's what, uh, what does he mean by be- that? Nothing, nothing, be- nothing beats the blob. Yeah, yeah. I never let the blob finish his sentence. You just keep keep knocking him down. Yeah. Oh, man. Bro, make the Colossus that was noise a very real quick. The Colossus noise? All right, I'll try. Oh! Wow. I can feel that. Oh, guys. my You should see what my waveform looks like that on the recording. It's like a, the whole... From bottom to top, it's all blue, like this big, long blue block of audio. <laughs> What's great is it topped out, I think, on our side, so it actually sounded more like an arcade sound than anything, you know, because this thing yeah, started to good. get yeah, really like the speakers are rattling. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that was my claim to fame in high school, was like copying the Colossus yell and then the Chewbacca roar. Like, those were the two things that people would always ask me to do. <laughs> What a nice party trick. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like, everybody outside of my house is wondering why somebody's yelling like that. Was that Colossus? <laughs> yeah. Is that the branch That's manager? the weirdest power to give him, too. Like, to give him this power that, for some reason, changing from skin to metal, like, makes everything around you in this, like, two-meter radius die. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very bizarre power. <laughs> Well, welcome to die. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess the last thing is we have a very special episode coming up. And then the other thing is that you guys, I might as well say it here so there's more pressure. I found a guy who lives very close to you who has offered his machine up to let us play. He told us we could come in and play the machine Anytime. So it's up to you guys to set up an appointment and go and play the game and make sure that this is the game we're thinking of. And then we have our special episode with our special guest. And then I see this as concluded. Yeah. Do question. Do you have any idea if we have to bring our own bag of quarters to this guy's house? I think you should. Yeah. And you should write a money sign on the side of it. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) A burlap bag. That way, he knows exactly what it is you're bringing into his house. That's a fair point. <laughs> and he's like, did y'all, did y'all rob a bank? <laughs> oh, so we got to call that guy. Yep. 
Yep. All right. We can do that. All right, boys. We're going to keep this silence on the show. I'm going to let just let the let the audience sit there and enjoy that, that pregnant pause. You've been listening to Searching for Grog. Shout outs for this episode to all of the usual suspects. Kevin and Vicky Passion, our sister Kate Passion, and our cousin Evan Passion, who's about as close to a brother as you can get. Also, thanks to Mariano and Barbara Belangi for always indulging us and let us play at the arcade when you really wanted to be at the beach. Our theme music is by Captive Portal, and our closing music is by Visager.